Hey, thanks everyone. Uh, yeah, it is quite early in the morning for us, but very, very happy to be here. Uh, welcome to Taiwan Know Why. We, like you said, we're a podcast that explores the culture and the questions behind living on this, what we call the rebel island, right? My name is Mark Paz, and with me, as always, my co-host, Dr. Dr. Max Lowe. Hello, everybody. Ni hao. Daja hao. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, guys. Uh, it's great to be part of this second annual Asian Podcast Festival. Uh, we hope that what we share with you guys tonight is exciting, is, is fun, is, uh, is interesting. We are going to continue uh, an episode that we had aired a while ago um, titled Because Ama Said So. Now, Ama is the Taiwanese word for grandmother, and we had a lot of feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lots of uh, great advice that the Ama gives, and they play a very big role in the Taiwanese culture. Would you not say so, Dr. Dr. Max Lowe? Well, I mean, I agree. And first of all, uh, I'd like to think that we have this opportunity. And I think I ju- we just hit another new high for our podcast, right, by joining this event. And then obviously, this uh, Ama Say So is one of the most popular episodes of all of our episodes. And because we got a lot of feedback, I mean, we just feel the needs that we have to continue and then explore a little bit more about this uh, Ama Say So in Taiwanese culture. Yeah, let's let's give you a little bit of background. The, you know, the the ama, the grandmother and grandfather as well, but mostly the grandmother. They play a very big role in in raising children in Taiwan. Uh, a lot of a lot of Taiwanese families have a, a mom and a dad who are working, mm-hmm. and in the Taiwanese structure of family, the grandma, the ama, sometimes lives with the family, and so they take a very big active role mm-hmm. in, in raising the kids. You know, in, in a Western society, I would say it's it's almost a little bit opposite, right? The the parents do the the child raising, and then they go to grandma and grandpa's on the weekend for a bit more of a mm-hmm. a fun experience. But the ama in Taiwan plays a very big role in the day to day raising of children. Yeah, I agree. I would say ama uh, grandmas uh, they play a very important role in a kid's life. I mean, at least that's what happened to me um, when I was growing up. In, well, especially my generation, both of my parents they were busy bringing food to table, and so I was, you know, raised by two grandmas. Yeah. So, so you yeah, got, you've got twice the wisdom. Yes, I got twice <laughs> the wisdom, and I also got twice a spanking too. <laughs> Double the spank. Double spankings for sure. Um, yeah, they, they do take a serious role, right? But you know, you like you said, Max, the, the grandmas obviously the amas do love their grandchildren, mm-hmm. but they take they take the role very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things we we talk about, or we did, we we're going to talk about tonight is one of the first things you learn as a as a child, which we maybe take for granted, is how to eat your food, right? Right. right. And the and the ama definitely has a, a a role in that. And one of the things I heard was the farther you hold your chopsticks in your hands away from the food, if you are a girl, mm-hmm. this only applies to, applies to young girls, that means the farther away from your family, you will find your husband and move away. Now, right. is, that, is that how, am I interpreting that correctly? <laughs> well, uh, well, in Taiwan, well, we eat with chopsticks and like many 
Asian countries, uh, chopsticks is a popular uh, utensil. Amma pay a lot of attention uh, about table manners, and then she's usually the one that who teaches us how to hold up chopsticks. And then from time to time, especially for girls or for daughters, granddaughters, I mean this, what you just say usually yeah. comes up. Okay, hey, watch, uh, watch the way you hold your chopsticks. Oh, too high, too high, too low, too low, too far away from the food. And then later, Amma would say, okay, you know, the farther away you hold your chopsticks, from the food, that means you're going to marry to someone else farther away from, from me or from your parents. So I won't be able to see you anymore. So that would make me feel sad. It's, it's, such, a, it's such an interesting thing to think about because I'm, I, I am picturing, you know, Ama. You know, a lot of a lot of amas will go to the park or they'll go to a temple to right. meet the meet the other amas and discuss, yeah, discuss when they, the world, when they, right? When they walk their grandkids. When they walk their grandkids, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I like to refer to them to as the amafia who who get who get together <laughs> and discuss, right? So I can imagine they're saying, Okay, well, you know, we have little, you know, Shao Shao Ruby, little Ruby here. Uh-huh. And uh, we don't think she's gonna quite cut it at two years old we can tell she doesn't have the social skills to be you know great for our family so let's push her hands a little farther <laughs> up the chopsticks <laughs> yeah. and see if we can we can ship yeah. her out and then the yeah. other well you know well we got Shao kitty here yeah she's a pretty smart kid you know we should probably want to keep her closer to the family push those hands back back down to the bottom <laughs> yeah maybe maybe that's uh, that's what amas what they are talking about when they meet in the park that secretly scheming that uh, which grandkids we want to get rid of <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure Amas love all the grandkids the same. And then uh, I was talking to Tiffany, our Miss Producer, the other day about what's the reasoning behind this yeah. chopsticks ho- uh, holding thing for girls in particular. Tiffany has a pretty good point that the, the proper way to hold chopsticks also means that the better up- upbringing you have. The, the farther away you're holding your chopsticks, uh, could mean that, I mean, back in the old days, I have to say, uh, you have better education, your family has, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's more cultured, more sophisticated. So that's why you hold your chopsticks that way, could tell people a, a lot about you. Yeah. With a lot of our uh, Ama said so research that we were doing, I mean, we asked <laughs> colleagues, we asked friends, we asked relatives. I, I discussed this at work today. I said to the girls, do you have... Do you have a reason why? Did your ama ever tell you the reason why, you know, they, the chopsticks up and down, why it means you're going to move away? They're like, no. no. We were just told and we do it. Yes. Which, which goes to the, the power of the ama. Right. You don't question your ama. No. That's, you what, that's what I was going to ask you. Did, did you as a young child being raised by two ama, did you ever question? Question the knowledge, question the authority? You know, did, did that ever occur to you? Well, I got guts, man. I'm very... <laughs> Brave. I mean, I'm courageous, but not to not not to that level to challenge my ama. Okay, she's like she got absolute power in the family. She's like the, you know, the almighty <laughs> ama in the family. So I mean, everybody respects ama in the family. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is there any other chopsticks thing? Any other any other eating lessons that you you got you got ooh, from ama? Ooh, ooh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I in my in my experience is you know as a kid. Uh, one thing that Amma told us that never, never, ever stand your chopsticks in a bowl of rice. Stand them straight up. Yeah, straight yeah. up. You know, don't never ever do that. You know, for kids, you know, we were you know careless, reckless. So when I go, oh, I'm going to the bathroom, doom, you stand your chopsticks on a bowl of rice. Okay, then your Amma would be like, come back to the table, put it down. <laughs> yeah, okay? I've, I've heard this before. Yes, no, and not just from Amma. You know, when I 
first moved to Taiwan, you know, you get on the internet and you're like, okay, what, what are the do's and don'ts? And that's right. just a cultural thing told Ooh, to everybody, a, just don't do that. That's can a big you, no-no. Can you explain why? That's a big no-no because uh, traditionally that's more for, you know, paying respect to your ancestors, to the deceased, okay, basically to dead people. Well, that, I heard it's because when you put the chopsticks vertically in the bowl, it's like, it's like you're praying because it's the yes. incense sticks, right? So exactly. It's, it's, you shouldn't do that. That's, yes, that exactly. visual is reserved for, for the temples. Yes. Yeah. You don't do that on your dinner table. Even I know that. Yes, good, because you've been here the, for 20 the years. The knowledge has, has crossed the ocean. Yes, it's universal. <laughs> it's universal. Yeah, so... All right. Uh, another thing that we talked about with, from the AMA, which is part of a, a big part of Taiwanese culture, is gift giving. Um, you know, what gift to give to who, to when, what is appropriate, what's not appropriate. Share, share some AMA knowledge with us with the gift giving. You told me a pretty good one today. So. Yeah, the gift giving thing is, well, I should say that in Taiwan, we'll have a lot of holidays and then tomb sweeping day. Uh, in April, on this day, we will pay, uh, go to the cemetery and then we'll pay respect to our ancestors. And then usually we will bring food, fruit, you know, just to show how much we miss them. You, uh, you told me that there's a, um, for our listeners, ghost month in, in Taiwan is a, is a very uh, important month. That's when the ghosts are out. There's lots of things to do, to follow rules to do and not to do. And your, your gift giving you told yes, me today yes. had to do with ghost month. Yeah, following the Twin Sweeping Day and ghost month, we yeah. also do the same ritual. We pay respect to the wandering spirit. Usually, Amma is the one who's taking care of all the food and offerings. And then this is the time that Amma will say, okay, when you go shopping, when you go buy fruit, please don't buy bananas, please don't buy plums, please don't buy pears. And make sure you don't buy pineapples. Taiwanese will be a ginger, liya, laya, ong lai. Put it together, it would be sounds like jelly, lai, ong. It means, okay, for evil spirits, we welcome you and then we invite you to stay with us. So the, the sounds. <laughs> The sounds of the words in Taiwanese of those fruits sound like something else. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There, there's a lot of Taiwanese um, sayings and ama sayings that, that play around the sounds of words sounding like something yeah. else, right? right. The, the classic one is the number four. Right. Right. The number four is not a good luck number in, in, in Taiwan. A lot of uh, places don't right. even have a fourth floor right. because right. four sounds like. Right. Four means si, but in, in, in Mandarin, okay, si, death. So in a lot of Mandarin-speaking countries, yeah, okay, yeah. you won't find these numbers in any public places. Hey, Mark, you know what? Talking about pineapples, you have to know, I mean, Taiwan is known for the qualities of pineapples. Pineapple is a very popular gift-giving fruit, I would say. And, and pineapple cakes, right? I know pineapple, cake, pineapple cakes, cake shops sure. are, are everywhere. So Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, in Taiwan, you've got to love pineapple cakes. So, so, is, so is, it the, is it the gift that you can always, like, it, it's the go-to gift, okay? I'm yes. always safe. I'm always safe. I can give pineapple cake. Yes. Except. It's safe. <laughs> and then usually, Amma would say, okay, if you want to visit your family, if you want to visit someone, okay, yeah, buying pineapples, usually. Because pineapples in Taiwanese, it means onglai. Onglai means luck come. Good luck comes, yeah, okay? Yeah. But there are some situations you don't gift pineapples, and Amma usually will point it out for you. You want to take a guess? I, I think I told you before. Don't give a pineapple to a pineapple farmer? <laughs> <laughs> you buy pineapple from them. You don't give it back, okay? okay. So there are two situations in Taiwan that you don't give pineapples, and Amma will specifically point it out. If you do this, it's a big no-no. So first is when you visit people, at hospitals, you don't bring pineapples. 
Can you associate why? I have no idea. Yeah, because like pineapples, it means good luck come. It means abundance. It means productive. So, so how could that be bad if you're bringing good luck to someone? Hey, I mean, you bring a pineapple to hospitals. That means hey, you, they got more patients. If they got more patients, I mean, more people getting sick. <laughs> okay, so I mean, it's so, a bad so luck. The pineapple is. Is signifying bringing more of yes. their of their business to them, and their yes. business is sick people. Yes, uh, and okay. when we don't want that, the second situation is if you go to a police station. I mean, here from time to time, um, a lot of business owners they will visit a local precinct, okay, just to networking. So make sure you bring the right gift. We, we call that bribery. We call that networking. networking okay? In, okay. in Mandarin Chinese, we call that guanxi. Okay, you have to build good guanxi with a lot of people. Connection, networking. Yeah. yeah, but make sure you bring the right gift. Pineapples is one of the gifts you don't give to police. Aren't you bringing them more good luck? Good, well, good luck in catching the bad guy? It sounds like you are bringing them more crimes, okay? Making their business good. So for police <laughs> and hospital, you don't want to make their business good, right? Because that means crime rates high, so like people got sick more often, so. Okay, well now that you mentioned that, a story that I am associated with makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, I won't name names, but I know someone whose, whose mother brought was you know bought these very fancy pineapple cakes mm, mm. and very excited to distribute them to their their uh, police mm-hmm. stations around the city mm-hmm. as a as a gift of good faith and they got them they're like um, no please please take those back they say no so they, in her they, face uh, I think they they put a they put a phone call in to the office <laughs> and said hey uh, can you can someone come and pick these cakes and t- take them back. Why? And so obviously uh, the police chief himself placed the call and said, you know, thank you very much, but no thank you and please take these back. Yeah, well, I mean, it, now it's 20, uh, 2022, but this kind of, you know, cultural beliefs still works in our everyday life. Typical and classic AMA teachings. Yes, the, definitely the AMA has, um, has a big, big influence. Um, how about now that you're older, obviously, do those things still come back to you? Do you still, do you get these flashbacks of, oh, I remember when I was a kid, Amal told me this, and does it still resonate with you? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, both, both, uh, both of my Amals, they passed away uh, years ago. Well, may, may their soul rest in peace. But so I, I still feel them in my everyday life. Well, I mean, feel them like, you know, as yeah, a, in yeah. a good way. Uh, sure, it's not like sure, they're haunting sure. me, okay? <laughs> so uh, I would be... <laughs> I've, I've, sorry to interrupt you, Max. I've heard another one just because I, I noticed watches. I've heard that the giving of, of watches, the AMA will tell you, do not give the gift of a watch or yes. a clock. Like, what's, what's that all about? Well, AMA will say that, and all your adults you will say that because watches or clocks, in Mandarin, clocks means zong, mm-hmm. right? It says zong. And then when you give a clock as a gift, it means you song. Zong, okay. Song zong in English would be that you, you know, you give someone their ending. Okay, it's like you're seeing someone off. So it's like someone's funeral, and then you got to bury them. Another language play. Yes, it's like a sound play and war play. Okay, so Ama, I mean, they pay uh, a lot of attention to make sure that you 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 don't make this kind of stupid mistakes. Hey, Ama is keeping you safe. Right, keeping yes. you safe socially, keeping yes. you safe from uh, from moving far away yes. if you're if you're a daughter, yes. but definitely 
shapes the the culture of Taiwan. There's no question. I mean, Ama, I mean, have, they have a lot of influence even nowadays. All right. Well, uh, we hope you enjoyed that little snippet of our uh, Ama said so. There is still more out there, and uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, please fire out the questions. We're, we're more than yeah. happy to to answer. Yeah. You're more than welcome. As a as a foreigner living here, I think I get a bit of a pass, right? Uh, just a foreign guy. Like if he doesn't bring a gift, it's okay. If he brings the wrong gift, it's okay. But for a Taiwanese, there's no excuse. Yeah, I got. I have to say. Well, I can't say. I gotta say because Mark keeps saying that. I say. I gotta say too many times. Okay, <laughs> it's one of my. <laughs> anyway, it's one of my thing on our podcast. Okay, gift giving thing is like. In Taiwanese culture, it's like an art. It's very subtle and yeah. it's dedicated. Through this gift, I mean, you can actually send out messages. We didn't touch on the whole gift giving of cash, which happens at weddings, which happens at Chinese mm-hmm. New Year. Mm-hmm. So the whole cash thing is an, an entire thing in itself. The numbers are important. Is it an even number, odd number? Who gets what? If you're right. more important to the family, you're closer to the family at a wedding, you pay for this. I have no idea how to figure it out. Right, so I rely on my Taiwanese friends. Like, how much money am I supposed to give today? Like, there's there's lots of intricacies in the in the cash giving as well. Oh, there's a lot, but that's what you learn, right? That's what the ama is there to tell you. Right, Hopefully, right, right. Is there a chart somewhere in your house, like of all the yeah. dollar amounts? And yeah, stuff ama's keeping you, you, you know, st- no, stay away from those stupid mistakes. <laughs> ah, they happen. Yeah, I'm sure there's lots of respect involved in that too, right? Right. Um, we didn't even uh, we didn't talk about. Where do you sit at a table, mm. right? You go mm. for dinner. Where does Ama sit? Where do the kids sit? Mm. There's a whole, you know, angle of that as well, which is all part of the same sort of hierarchy of the family and the respect of the family and stuff as well. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Mm. So many things to learn. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> Well, we didn't get to say goodbye. That, that should be okay, right? Hey, Tiff, take a picture of me and Mike for this historical moment, because we are very, we're very sleepy. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm just sleepy. I'm just sleepy. Hey, you should do a selfie. You know, Nice.